What is going on, everybody? It's Dr. Chris Featherstone here for yet another episode of Legion of Raw with my man, the bro, the Vince, the Rue, the so, the Vince, the Rue, so, the bro, the Vince, Russo, bro. How are you, my man? I am doing good, Dr. Doctor. How are you, my friend? Doing all right. Doing all right, man. It is the uh, Raw after WrestleMania. And uh, yeah, man, it's are you excited about what you saw at the the hypest supposed to be the supposed to be the hypest show of the year of Raw. Oh, what do you I think, hate, Vince? I just I don't I don't like to be Debbie Downer, but it was uh, greatly a disappointment to me, bro. the The only difference was I'll tell you what the real difference was, and I don't know if people realized it or not. Is the brand split over? I mean, I don't know, bro. Are they coming out of WrestleMania with the brand split o- over? Because the the only real difference about this show was there was a lot of snap SmackDown talents on this show. To yeah. me, to me, that was really the only difference. You know, yet you, you had, you know, we we had people returning. But you know, we, you know, you you got you got mid carters returning, bro. You know, you know, it's not oh like I, I just I hate to be Debbie Downer, bro. But I think it was very disappointing. And what what was extremely disappointing to me, bro, that I I just I I do not understand. I I, I don't know what goes through their minds. But you know, they open up the show with Cody Rhodes, rightfully so. Uh, Cody Rhodes mm. gives a very emotional, unscript promo, which was very good. Okay, take nothing away from Cody. I enjoyed the promo. Cody gives good emotional promos, but he's talking about you know his dad, uh, you know Dusty beating Hogan, uh, but it was in a pinfall, so Hogan got to keep the title. So as a little kid, he said, "Dad, I'm going to win this." So it was all about he came back mm-hmm. to win the WWE title in memory of his dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro, beautiful, great promo. Kudos. At the end of the at the end of the night, you got the guy standing in the ring with both belts. Yep. Come on, bro. Like, yeah. seriously? Ser- yeah. And, bro, I swear to God, as that segment's ending, I literally, I was live on Twitch, and I'm like, bro, no way this is going to end with nothing happening. Absolutely yeah. positive. Because, bro, I thought that I thought there was going to be an overrun for sure. And I'm like, yeah. bro, no way. that They are just not going to end this with a flat promo. And what did they do, bro? They ended it with that's the part, Chris. I don't understand. I just I don't understand it. Yep. I agree with you, Vince. Uh I was expecting something more, you know, from the end of the at the end, and we'll talk about that, but it was just I was expecting something more. It just fell flat to me. It, it just yeah. really did. I, I you know, yeah. I was having a conversation with some uh, some good friends as they were tweeting me about it, and I was like, it, "This is a far cry from the Raw after WrestleMania hype and anticipation of years past." It's just it, it's sad because again, we talked about before on one of our shows we had together. I've talked about stuff being on a platter, right? 
and you have the Raw Wrestle after WrestleMania crowd hype. You have that on a platter. You have the Raw after WrestleMania handed to you because you have an ounce of casual fans coming back just because it's WrestleMania. And this is what you give them, you know, just and Chris, you, you give them Ezekiel. Right. And Chris, let's not forget this. I hate to break the news to the people who watch tonight's show. Guys, this is the best it's going to be. You, you just saw the best it's going to be because, guys, by next week, we're going to be right back into the old cookie-cutter routine. Um, you know, like I said, bro, I don't know if the brand split is over, so we may see some new faces. But as far as, like, the booking of the show, they're just going to fall right back, you know, Chris, into that cookie cutter show if, if tonight was any indication of what it's going to be that's what it's going to be yeah i agreed we talked about the cody in ring promo he got interrupted by seth rollins um uh, rhodes extends his hand to shake rollins's hand and rollins shakes it so is was that a tease for a can uh, some continuity of you know a promo of their of their angle or the Rollins face turn you know th- th- this is this is the problem i have chris you know you talked about continuity uh, you talk about things making sense you talk about putting yourself in the shoes of the uh, of every performer mm. now we know for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, Seth Rollins wanted to get a spot in WrestleMania. Then we find out all he had to do was tell Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. So he gets his spot at WrestleMania, doesn't know who his opponent is, and here comes, you know, the top guy, the former top guy from the competition. Okay? And he beats... Seth Rollins, that right there, bro, is there were, and I don't want to get into this with WrestleMania, bro, but there were so many instances where the, 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 the alleged top guys were getting beat by people in other companies, were getting beat by celebrities, were getting beat by a guy that hasn't wrestled in 20 years. Unbelievable to me. But the fact of the matter is the former top guy of the other promotion shows up and beats you in front of 70,000 people, and you're happy and dancing and clowning the day after. That's what I'm talking about, bro. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Like that, it, it's so freaking ridiculous. Yeah, exactly, Chris. Exactly. So obviously, obviously, the message is Seth Rollins doesn't care if he wins or loses. I mean that that that's the bottom line. He doesn't give one crap either way, as long as he can come out in his pink outfit and get his laughs in. Winning and losing means absolutely nothing to him, bro. Yeah, and many eventers don't have that mindset. Nope. Period. They, they nope. don't have the mindset. Nope. Speaking of many, I mean, Dusty wouldn't be like, oh, man, I lost a match. 
let's just come out and just, you know, let bygones speak up bygones. You know what I mean? It just, no. Nobody. No you could put that. anybody in that spot, bro. Savage. Can you imagine yeah, Randy Savage losing a big WrestleMania match to Steamboat <laughs> and coming out the next day? No, Ricky oh, Steamboat. Let's yeah. do, let's let bygones be bygones. Yeah. That, that's what I, and, and bro, like, I swear to God, I don't, this is the thing where I don't know if they're purposely doing it. Bro, remember last week's show? He, here's what I said I said, if Becky does the job, then you've got to ask your you, you got to ask yourself the question: Why did they cut Becky's hair? So, bro, again, I'm going to go back to the Stone Cold podcast where Becky said wrestling isn't the most important thing in her life mm-hmm. anymore. What has happened since then, bro? Cut her hair, uh, and and na- now she's stripped of the title. Now she's not even on tonight's show. Well, I'm I'm yeah. really starting to wonder: Is Seth Rollins now lumped into that because bro mm. last night was great for AEW you had their former top guy walk in the door and beat one of the WWE top guys clean mm. great. That, yeah. if I'm Tony Khan I'm doing freaking cartwheels that's a great advertisement for AEW but now I'm asking myself so, bro, are they punishing Seth without him really realizing it and knowing what's going on? Because, like mm-hmm. I said, bro, today, when he came out today, he he could have cared less about losing that match last night. Yeah, yeah. It, it definitely seems like he's getting heat because of Becky. It definitely seems like that's the case. It could be, if Becky's talking about being with her family, Part of her family's Seth, you know, exactly. and the baby. Exactly. So, you know, yeah. yeah. So we get Naomi and Sasha Banks defeating Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. So there's a rumor going around. Um, and real quick, my, my real quick thoughts on WrestleMania when it comes to Cody. Pop was good. Um, it was cool. But I think the match length got buried. It buried the pop. I, I was so disappointed with the match length. Why would you come back, get this big old pop, and then drown the pop with the 25-minute match? It just yeah. and it was flat at times. And just you can't just drown the pop with some long, exhausting match in a you know crowd that's already like tired, you know, by that point. Yeah. Uh yeah. so I mean. You know the match was decent. I mean, the match wasn't bad. It, it, it wasn't bad, but it was just it was just too long to me. The pacing yeah. of nine night one was just way too long. Night two had a much better pace than night one, and all these long matches to me, I was just like, see, that's the reason why I wanted one night. I, I don't like yeah. the two night stuff. I just I, I don't. I'm like with it. you, bro. Uh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks defeating Rhea Ripley. Well, you you were starting to say something, bro. You were starting to say uh, there's a word going around. You were about to say something. Yeah. So yeah. So going 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 along with what I was about to say. Uh, so there's a rumor going around that uh, Rhea Ripley is going to be joining Edge of Stable. Uh, that's not oh, you know that's that's that no. that's, that's that's yeah that's the discussion. So it looks like she is going to be turning heel. Uh, she said, yeah, but why? It, I don't understand why do they keep burying her in tag teams and now with this gosh, what I, am I missing something? I mean, I'm seeing a star, 
I'm I'm seeing a yeah. freak of nature. Why that you know they they do it? It's the same cookie cutter thing with Liv that it was with uh, the superhero. Now uh, they're gonna make you know, yeah. Now they're mm-hmm. gonna put her on this. I, I maybe I'm missing something, bro. Maybe yeah. maybe they think she's not ready. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like it. I mean, if it is true, I mean it's it's clear that Rhea's about to turn. Where does she go? You know, on the turn. The rumor is Edge is stable, but it's it's clear that Rhea is going to turn on Liv Morgan. So why though? Even if he even if she doesn't go into Edge is stable, why are you turning Rhea to beat up Liv Morgan? What what does she get from Liv Morgan and and feuding with Liv Morgan? And it's, and it's not only that, Chris. She was a heel. She was a heel, yes. and they turned the baby face, and now we're turning her <laughs> heel again. Like, holy yes. crap. And, th- and then yep. you, you talk about it all the time, Chris. Stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, mm-hmm. stop, start. Exactly. Gee whiz, man. Exactly. Like, really, bro? Uh, you know, I was having this conversation um, this past weekend <clears throat> as far as, like, there's certain wrestlers who – are among the greatest of all time and they didn't have a lot of start stops and their character was pretty ingrained as a particular side. It would have little bitty turn here and there, you know, but it wouldn't last long. If you think of flair, he had a few face turns, but he was a heel for a significant part of his career. Ted DiBiase, a heel for a significant part of his career. And I had to prove to someone recently about The Undertaker. The Undertaker, he came in 92. I mean, he, he, came, he came in in uh, 90. And nine, by the time 90, you know, two happened, he did the thing. So Jake was uh, a heel at the time, the whole do you trust me thing. So from 92... To like he made the turn during the corporate ministry days. That was like seven or eight years, you know, after you know he stayed a babyface, you know, and so it, that was a turn. But he ended up, you know, uh, coming back, leaving, coming back in two thousand was ABA taker, and then but still from then until now he only turned heel with Big Evil, so like. In a matter of 30-year career, he had like two or three heel turns. And that goes to show the consistency of his character. Chris, here's a perfect example. Here's a perfect example. Let, let, let's look at Edge's stable. So mm-hmm. Edge was just for this stable now. Edge was a baby face. Now he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest was a baby face. Now he's a heel. Yep. Rhea Ripley is a baby face. Now she's a heel. Bro, the yep. idea is to yep. do this the correct way. Let's look at the NWO model. Mm-hmm. You got Hall, you got Nash, who are already your heels. Yep. Now you 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 recruit the baby face Hogan, bro. That was that Bingo. was the ace. that's what the story should be you you already have established heels what baby face is going to join this group that it's going to be a shocker but no everybody was a baby face 
Now they're all heels just to be in this group. Perfect they're, they're, example, Vince. If, if, no, if Vince would have kept doing start stops, it would have yeah. had much less impact when he turned. Yes, there's no there's there's no levels to anything, Chris. There's no there's nothing to think about. There are no levels, and every promo is the same. It's the heel promo on the crowd. You made me do it. You, I did this for you. You, you're the sheep. Like, come on, bro. Please get with the freaking times. Evolve a little bit, bro. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Uh, next, we get Kevin Owens cutting name ring promo, and uh, <laughs> he gets interrupted by Ezekiel and Vince Russo. <sighs> so his gimmick now is that he is Elias's little brother. Please explain this to me, Vince. I, oh God, Chris! Listen, uh, I, there, there, there are there are certain things I can't say here because I don't want to get the talent in any hot water. Let me yeah. just put it that way. Yeah. The bottom line is they don't know how to do anything. They don't know how to do anything. The whole idea behind this, bro, should be: wait a minute. You know, is it, isn't it, is it, isn't it? And on day one, he should not come out and say, I am not Elias. I am Ezekiel. Uh, I am right. Elias. There should be a mystery. There right. should be a mystery right. where they think it's Elias. What's going on here, Elias? Why did you make this change? Where, you know, and he doesn't comment. That that's that's where they're missing it, bro. There has to be a reason and a story. And now we're hooked because now we're waiting to hear from him. What's going on? Is this Elias? What kind of a transformation? But no, the first minute, I'm Ezekiel. I'm lying. I'm Elias's. And again, bro, I've got to ask myself the question. Was this by design so the crowd craps on it? Was this 1,000% by design? Because, bro, there is a right way to do something, and there is a wrong way. This is the wrong way to do this, bro. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you, Vince. Like, what, what, what reeks top star from the Elias or Ezekiel that we see now like what is that even like how how does he he looks like a very generic character right now I I I all I'm gonna say is this there was a very intricate story and this was not it yeah he's dead in the water bro he he's dead in the water this is not it the death to elias vignettes that we were seeing led to a uh uh, (laughs) a uh bare-faced no beard he had a really nice beard going on nice hair and this is what we get and there were even talks of like him doing a savage style, you know, character since there was some resemblance there. I would have rather saw that than Ezekiel. 
Like I, I don't I don't get where they're going with this defense. Well, they're not going anywhere. They, 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 this is already dead in the water, bro. And I'd say in about I, I, I I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna say in about two months, you're not gonna see him on TV anymore again. I'm mm. gonna say that. Sheesh. Unfortunately, I can see that. Um so it's funny because you know I'm a college basketball mark. Um and uh, the national championship game is on right now, and there's 38 and a half seconds left, and Kansas is up by one point, and they wow. have the ball right now. Yeah, nice. I'm a huge Duke fan, as you know. Yeah, and uh, and Carolina beat Duke on Saturday, so uh, just for the sake of being um, not liking Carolina, um, I'm one Kansas to win, and now they're up three points. So for and those bro, who bro. like college basketball, I'm giving you an update here. And just the, you know, you you hate liars, so you hate yourself. Bro, yeah, that was, I swear that was bro, weird. That, a third grader. A third grader <laughs> would write something like that. A third grader. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and I would be so upset if he, I was, I would be so upset. If, like Kevin Owens, like you went from Stone Cold Steve Austin, taking about a retirement for 19 years put him in a match to this the next day like and, just- and then bro <laughs> owens just walks away because they don't they don't know how to end it yes they, they, they don't exactly have to, okay and, and then just walk out they, they don't know how to end it so okay just okay and then just walk out count to three and then just yeah. walk out like yeah it's horrible just yeah nothing they, they got nothing like oh the end of the segment uh no stunner, no nothing. Just no. Nah. They couldn't even create a cliffhanger here. It was just, it was just a dead. It was just a a dead end, you know. Yeah. Uh, next up, Demis defeating Dominic Mysterio, uh, continuing to make the Mysterios look like nothing. Uh, Veer makes his appearance here and attacks the Mysterios, who already lost. Uh, Dominic lost tonight and lost last night. And so you're co- you're coming in and beating someone who's basically at a job status, essentially, an enhancement talent uh, as of late. It was a very weak debut to me. Did you like this debut, Vince? No, because why? I, I mean, why? You, you, you've got a whole roster full of people to attack. Why, yeah. why are you attacking Dominic? Oh, bro, because that's going to be the angle. You and Ray Mysterio. Oh, okay, I get it. Makes no free. Why? Why are you attacking Dominic? This is what I mean, Chris, about setting the table. Make yep. something happen uh, uh, at least a month beforehand. Do yep. something. But no, we're just going to come out and randomly attack uh, uh, Dominic for no reason. He does have, I got to say this about Veer Mahan. He does have wonderful hair. I, I mean, great. Yes. He's got so, he, he may have the best hair ever in the business. Yes. <clears throat> yes. He has, yeah. he has a main hair. Uh, yeah, he does. Vince. He does. I, I'm, I'm really impressed by his hair. So yeah. I'm impressed by your hair too, Vince. That's not like Veer's, man. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Look at that hair, man. Yeah. That's a, that's a beautiful great. Yeah, people have to understand too. Please understand, guys. When I'm going over this, I'm not criticizing the talent 
They don't write the show. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm criticizing the way that these characters are being used. I'm not criticizing these people individually at all. I'm sure Veer Mahan is Correct. a heck of a guy. Yes, yes. We, uh, we we don't know him, so we can only go by what w, how WWE presents him. Yes. And I would hope that they would present him better than what they are now, so people won't criticize him. I you know, know, like, and that's the end of the that's the end of the, and that's period. Because if you're basically creating brands and you're trying to establish brands, create brands, uh, and you're trying to push brands forward. And the, the way that they've been uh, having people and, have, and, and the brands that they've been, the lack thereof, it, you, you should not be surprised that people are critiquing what you're presenting. Well, you know, with the right? people. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, we get Bianca Belair cutting an in-ring promo. Um, I, I don't, I'm, you know, Bianca, she's, she's my favorite on the roster. I don't necessarily understand why she's she's doing this. I, I don't I don't I don't understand why it was just a simple promo. Let's show my eye. Let's let's show some vulnerability. How does that help her character? I, I, like if she's coming from behind against a a massive heel, maybe. But it, I, I don't pick that up that, that she's going to be coming from behind. You know, times. Chris, I got to tell you, there's there's something where I genuinely like this woman. I just, yeah. I and may, maybe it was the promo with the no makeup. I don't know what it was, but I, and I love athletes. I love, mm -hmm. you know, the Naomi's of the world. I love athletes. I, I love them, bro. But I swear to God, Chris, I got to say, I don't like anything about the presentation Nothing. I don't. She's a heel. She's playing a heel character. She has every trait of a heel. And I want to love this character. I want to embrace this character. And it's almost yeah. like, bro, they're doing everything to make me not like this character. I don't. She's got this natural charisma, bro. And they're, 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 they're just putting this gimmick on her with the glasses. And, you know, I mean, it, it, it's so gimmicky and it's so heelish, bro. Mm. I don't I don't yeah. understand it, man. Bianca is such a likable she character. Is. Like just a person, you know what I mean? Just yes. she, she's an athlete. She, you know, she they, they uh, shared her story when they did a documentary about uh, about her last year around many a time. Uh, just, you know, the, the past and the fact that, you know, uh, a lot of people was talking about her, uh, the way that she looked and like she, you know, she was, she, she was dealing with a lot of depression because of the way that she was looking and, you know, she was like having some eating issues and, you know, there was a lot of stuff that, that basically is on a platter again, on a platter that they could be using to really like hone in to take her character to the next level, but we get this hair twirling gimmick still. Chris, I've said this all along. Vince, Vince McMahon's biggest problem is, bro, he does not watch television. He has no idea what's going on in the world. And, bro, if he would have watched a little movie by the name of uh, King Richard, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you would have seen bro, the, the story of Venus and Serena Williams, Chris, they were such competitors that they just weren't going to lose. Like, like losing was unacceptable. If it meant bro hitting tennis balls at 2 AM, they just, they were not going to lose. They were just going to be better than everybody else and outwork. Why can't that be Bianca? She looks the part. I don't know. Why can't that, how, how driven she is and she is just not going to lose, but they, yep. they give us this very stereotypical gimmick and they're doing everything to make her unlikable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I hope, I hope they, they really maximize on this. Um, I'm about to hit up this super chat. Uh, by the way, um, Kansas just won. Uh, they were down 15 uh, going into halftime, and wow. they came back and won by three. Wow, big comeback. How about that? The, the Jayhawks win the titles. I'm just happy the North Carolina lost, so I'm, I'm a happy man here. We got Purple Bond. We got the friend of the show, Purple Bond. Saying, oh, very nice, Purple. Bro, Thank you, my like- friend. <clears throat> yes. Uh, you like night two better than night one. Am I hearing it right? Wow, I like Cody versus better than New Day versus Holland and Sheamus. Well, I did too, but that was only one part of uh, night one versus night two. I like night two better, hands down, um, because the, the pace the pace was faster. I just I'm just not a fan of long drawn out matches with no story behind it. You're not telling if you're not telling a story in the match, and the match doesn't really um culminate uh, a really good story um like for instance you know michaels and and flair you know and in orlando that was a culmination of a really good story uh rick flair was saying he was basically saying you know if i lose in my next match i'm retired and so he went against uh, i believe ken anderson i believe mvp was uh uh when he we went to against as well and Shawn michaels at wrestlemania he said i'm sorry i love you there was a story behind the match people were didn't want to see rick flair go so it built a story within the match and it came from a story that was already very uh, established mm-hmm. if you're just giving me two people competing in a uh, uh wrestlemania match with no story behind it I'm just not interested. And yeah. I, it, it drags. It just drags to me. The pace is slow. You can just tell with the Dallas crowd. The Dallas crowd was just so flat in many times, in, uh, in many cases. But there was always something in night two, for the most part. That, like, there was some flat moments. But for the most part, there was something about night two that wasn't as slow because the matches were shorter. And that's what we should have with, with pro wrestling, man. Just... Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of the pacing with a lot of these segments and matches, even with raw, it's just the pacing's just off. Yeah. Um, we get Braun Breaker uh defeating Dolph Ziggler. He's a new XT, a new NXT champ. They put an NXT match on Raw offense. How about that? Yeah, I get I guess the, the I guess the theory was they were gonna get a lot of casual fans and new viewers tonight, so they might as well introduce yep. them uh to NXT. That was probably yep. the idea behind it. And in hindsight, you know, that's not a uh a, a, 
a bad idea. Would have been a much better idea if his Hall of Fame uncle and father were with him. Then casual yes. fans would have known, oh, wait, oh, that's Rick Stein. Is, is, but but no, he's just going to be Braun Breaker. So I, I don't I, I, I was get, thinking I that yes. either, bro. I was but. thinking the exact same thing, Vince. I was yep. like, it would have made so much sense yep. if Rick and Scott would have came out and celebrated with him winning the NXT championship. But no, I don't, I don't get it, bro. I don't under I don't understand, Chris. I don't. I don't. The everything don't, you bro, everything you and I talk about, if I'm working there. I'm saying all these things like I'm saying all these things and and I wouldn't need an explanation as to why wouldn't you have these guys on the show? They were just at WrestleMania. They're in town. They paid for them to be in town. Like just somebody just needs to tell me why I I can't answer these questions, bro. I have no idea, man. I agree with you 100 percent. And how would that that wouldn't have prolonged the segment? Nothing. Again, if you're there's casual friend fans that you're catering to at the Raw after WrestleMania, that's the reason why it's one of the biggest hype crowds. I mean, you have and you have that same crowd uh, from all around the country, as opposed to other manias, you have local crowds. But the Raw after WrestleMania, you have national and even sometimes international crowds because the people stay longer, you know, after right. WrestleMania. Right. So you have that audience. And you have the casual fan saying, okay, WrestleMania, yeah, I really don't pay attention to the, the product with for the whole year, but I do watch WrestleMania because I grew up watching WrestleMania. Raw after and, WrestleMania, cater to them. You don't even do that. Much. And Chris, this is the first time in as long as I can remember, don't they usually bring out the Hall of Famers to the stage to wave? They usually do that during WrestleMania. I don't remember them, them doing that. Oh, they, they, uh, oh I, I, I could have sworn uh, they've done that on Raw's the night after. I, I could have sworn, hmm. but may, maybe I'm wrong. But I, 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 I could have sworn I remember them doing that. But uh, it would, yeah, it would have added so much to it, bro. Casual fans now they put the, you know, now they put the pieces together. If you want them to know who NXT, you know, but I, I don't know why they don't do that, bro. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, doesn't make sense, and and. Undertaker, did he get a vignette this uh, uh, Hall of Fame minute? Did he get any type of uh, notoriety? That uh, I, I, I do anything? I yeah, I, I, I don't, don't even, I don't even I remember. Don't yeah. Oh. Um, Manny said they've done it. They've done the Hall of Fame members before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Purple back in the building, Chris. I get it, bro. But you're a man of faith, and you understand what I'm about to say. Cody equals prodigal son returning WWE after wanting to destroy the company, but came back a better talent. That's a great story, guys. And again, I'm not denying that. <laughs> I'm not denying that the Cody pop was one of the best parts of night one, but that was it was four hours apiece. That was one segment in four hours. So that doesn't make a whole good night. But, but hold on, all due, all due respect with Purple Bond, okay? Where, where is that story? Purple Bond, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. You think that's the story being presented? I, I don't think they call that. Him the, uh, Co- Cody uh, Corey Graves called him the prodigal son. Okay, but, but wh- whatever you could call, you could call him whatever you want to call him. Do you really think that 
that was the story that was told. I I didn't see that story tonight. I mean, what what no. what Purple Bond is saying is correct. That 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 kind of is the story. You can very easily go down that road, but yeah. that's not the story I saw presented tonight, Chris. Uh, unless I missed no. something. I uh, know that. Uh, unless we missed something because I didn't see it either. I, I saw Cody basically saying, "I'm going to um, basically do what my dad couldn't do." He, yeah, he, 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 didn't, he, he didn't. He didn't say anything about greener pastures and going to another company. He, he didn't. Even, he didn't even cover that at all. No, his angle it was, was his dad. MSG 1977. He's hard yeah. to had to be taken away from him, and I'm going to. Uh, I saw that, and I vowed to actually win the title and hand it to him. Yeah, I can't I mean, hand that- it to him physically now, but I'll still be able to hand it to him figuratively that was the story there was nothing about a prodigal son coming home i mean that no. was the story yeah yeah that, that's it wasn't a prodigal son story and again you know if if the if purple's trying to convince me that night one was better than night two i'm not convinced because that was again that was just one segment and a four-hour you know, WrestleMania. That's a long, that's a <laughs> you know what I mean? And it just man, that's like, not gonna that's not gonna convince me that night one was better. And then the pot was buried because the match was so long and there were so many dead spots in the match. And so yeah. I think the booking of that was bad. Uh yeah. the match wasn't terrible again. Um it got Cody over like you know point to Tony Khan there. Uh but at the same time it just it, you got to maximize moments. You just have to. And uh, just bearing the pop. It, the segment was based on Cody's return. It wasn't based on the match. The match could have been two minutes long. And that would have that would have taken away the moment of Cody returning and getting a pop. Having 20, 25 minutes, he just felt like I was saying this to uh, some friends. I said, now he feels like just another wrestler on the – on the WWE roster after all this, you know, 20, 25 minutes, they're burying the pop. And now he just, he doesn't feel like, Oh yeah. man, he returned. Now he just feels like another person in the roster. So can't just bury. And the that's, pop that's like that. Chris. That's the thing you hit the nail on the head. And, and again, bro, I, I just hate to sound like a broken record, but I'm telling you guys, this is in the writing. Chris, you don't want Cody Rhodes' biggest pop to be returning at WrestleMania. And then from that point on, Chris, it's this. Yep. That's exactly. what you don't you don't want that, bro. And why I'm I'm kind of feeling that already. Like I'm kind of feeling it already. I agree. And that's what, as a writer, you can't allow that to happen, bro. That WrestleMania introduction should be here, and it should go this way. Yep. They don't do that, bro. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. The pop was here. And then the the 25-minute match, like, okay, we're still excited, but it went down a bit. Yes. (laughs) The promo was... It was cool, but it still doesn't top the pop. It was cool. And then Seth coming down with the handshake. Okay. You know, I mean, I just going from a top-down approach doesn't help your character build your character. You know, it, it deconstructs and not, instead of constructs. So 
Uh, ne- next, we have uh, MVP introducing Bobby Lassie. Lassie cut a promo coming out. Uh, Babyface Omos comes out. And Lassie gets blindsided by MVP. The, the angle is, you didn't need me. He didn't come out with MVP yesterday. So that turned uh, MVP to a heel with Omos. Now, I'm not... Um, I'm not opposed to MVP being away from Lashley if they're doing the heel, uh, uh, you know, full Lashley face turn. Him with MVP as a baby face doesn't make any sense to me. I'm also not opposed to MVP being a mouthpiece for, mouthpiece for Omos. He he needs a mouthpiece for sure. But what I am opposed to is that just I'm just not into Omos. I, I, I just he just doesn't. He doesn't click for me, man. Chris, there's a couple things here. Like, I've lost count of Bobby Lashley, babyface heel, babyface heel, babyface. We, we, bro, we've said this with every talent on this show. We've yep. said it with every freaking talent. Babyface heel, babyface. Okay, now he's a babyface again. But you, you, bro, I've said this a million times. Bro, listen. You can bring Jesus out with almost. He ain't gonna get over, bro. <laughs> I, I'm just, bro. He's too big. He's too big, bro. They, they're never going to make this guy smooth. He's of course, of course, over. almost wouldn't get over if he had Jesus, because Jesus would be over more than yeah, Jesus almost. would be way over more than almost, bro. He's he's not. He's not. He's not flu. He's not going. To, he's this guy's never gonna get over. You could put Lashley with him. He's too big and awkward, and he's clumsy. It, 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 it's not going to work, bro. I, I give I give him an A for trying. I, you know, yeah. like okay, man, put MVP with him. That's great, but yeah. he's just he's not, bro. I go back to Manute Bowl in the NBA. Mm. Manute Bowl was like seven foot seven, bro. Seven seven, yeah. The guy should have been scoring eighty points a game. Didn't <laughs> yeah. cut it, bro. He was big. He was awkward. It didn't work. Sometimes it just doesn't work, man. That's that's yeah. just my opinion, bro. If if you had if, if you were back there writing, and they said, okay, we're, we we've got to do this. We've got to give you this Omos guy to work with. We're not going to let him go. We see some potential in him. What would you do with them? You got to do, bro. Exactly. And, and, you know, pro- at the the bottom line is they probably didn't give it enough time for whatever reason. You got to do exactly Shawn Michaels and Diesel. That's exactly what you got to do. Take one of the best workers, marry him to that worker. And they did that with AJ. They did it with AJ. But then for whatever reason, bro, and we'll never know, they just pulled the plug on it. Bro, if he would have been with it, if AJ would have been with almost for like two years, you know, on the road together, I mean, who knows? I don't know why they pulled the plug on that, bro. They they needed more time because, you know, now, you know, even though he's with MB, MVP, you know, unless MVP is going to really start actively wrestling again, but you had AJ in that spot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it know. It does seem like it does seem like uh, MVP is going to uh, get wrestling again and to be honest with you i'd rather it makes sense storyline wise if mvp would be the wrestler and then 
Omos as the, the the big man, you know, the the muscle basically. I think that's where you put him. I, I just don't see him as the guy being like the the competitor. I just I it's, I'm just I just hasn't just doesn't click with me, man. Uh, Queen Selena and uh, Carmella come out out for the match. The two argue and fight. And so Zelina walks over to uh, Carmella, who's by this time, um, you know, basically uh, in in Corey's arms. Corey well, before, sits her on before, the. Before we even get to that, Chris, before mm-hmm. we even get, to, we got to really look at how these, how every single one of these feuds are developing. This, mm-hmm. this is developing. By by Selena Vega saying, "Oh, your your husband's fine looking." Well, you just kind of paid me a compliment. Yes. So wh- <laughs> why why am I attacking you? The answer yeah. should have been, "Yeah, your damn righty's fine looking, and you're never going to get a piece of that." I mean, she just complimented your husband. Why are you fighting her, bro? She just said your husband was hot. That that's the that was the angle. I mean, yeah. her saying that caused this fight. It's like, Chris, if if, if your wife did a run-in right now and, and she left and I said, man, Chris, you got a very attractive wife. Thank you. Are you going to want to fight me? <laughs> like I'm giving you a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> I would say thank you. <laughs> it's so, bro, it's so weak. Everything yeah. is so weak. And and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you exactly in a couple of segments of how just time has passed them by and they are so far behind the times and it's coming back to bite them in the rear, in the rear round. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So basically this segment ends with Carmela and, and uh, Corey Graves just basically like doing tongue uh shoveled uh <laughs> tongue uh, searching for gold mines <laughs> tugging each other so much chris i gotta ask you a question i know i'm old i know i'm old i'm 61 but i was watching this and i was like bro this is disgusting like that is absolutely <laughs> what did you have the same emotion i did or am i just i was old? like yeah, I mean, I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I just, know. I don't desire, like, I, I don't, I don't get anything as a married woman to a hot wife. I don't get anything from watching Corey Graves and Carmella basically slobbering on each other. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't get anything from that. I just, I, you know. yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was, I was the same way, and it, it, it makes him prior to the, the, the slobbering uh he was such a wimp like no baby will be all right yeah yeah it's like what what?" oh he was so wimpy in that scene bro i'm like come on man there's a part of me that thinks that they're going to do some type of mixed tag uh sooner than later because you know he's clear the wrestle again can't wait bro can't wait yeah but the thing is who they do who did they do a mixed tag with though ms maurice uh, but they're what? they're both heels. They're both. Well, heels, they're gonna so bring. Like, is Beth Phoenix gonna come back now as a heel? I mean, is she part? But, who, of the but who's the but who's the babyface though? You you would need a babyface. Uh, Montez, duo. Montez, and oh, okay, Bianca. there you go. Montez and Bianca. Okay, <sighs> the, the dude Carmella trying to go for the uh, for the title again. 
which they probably which I wouldn't be surprised if they did that actually because of the whole show that they have. So yeah. I think they want to milk that. They probably would have Carmella uh, go for the title, and then they probably would have Carmella wouldn't win, but they would kind of maybe perhaps continue it. And then I would give Montez a kind of singles male, you know, uh, type of push by him. So, although <clears throat> I don't think they're going to do Angela like that and, you know, take him to the slaughter. Right. To the slaughter. Have you seen this show at all? No, I've not. Oh, mm-hmm. So it's so. Neither do I desire to. Oh, God. Is it bad? I love I love watching shows that are just so bad. This is just like Roads to the Top. It, it, it's the, it really? it's just so freaking bad, bro. You know, I I swear to God, you know when shows are bad, bro. When 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 like they're trying too hard. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just trying so yeah. hard to make something out of nothing, and it's like, oh my god, bro. Yeah. Uh, we get uh, Austin Thera Newsos defeating Finn Balor and RK Bro. Another loss by Finn Balor, uh, Vince. It's, it's clear that they just have nothing. Bro. Yeah. Why is this title on him then? What, why I don't is get it. On a guy you've beaten. Bro, they, I think they've beaten him four straight weeks. He gets, he loses, he loses every single week, man. Just about. I just, <clears throat> I, I, I said this before. And I and I'm sticking to it, even especially after this week. They're ribbing him. They 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 probably gave him a promise to resign a contract because they know that he's going to be a, a hot commodity in New Japan or uh, AEW. And they said, uh, you know, he's good enough for us to keep, so he won't, you know, perhaps make some impact. In AEW or go back to New Japan since he is the founder of the Bullet Club, yeah. and so I think we'll keep him. Okay, Vin, okay, Finn, we're going to give you the title. You know, we're going to give you that spot. We're going to give the U.S. title. He signs it. They give him the title, and they're like, they 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 get the whole. See, now we're going to rip him. Yeah, because we're going to show that he's not bigger than the business. He's not yep. bigger than the WWE. Yep. So I've that's that's the feel that I get from. Yeah, I've seen it a million times, bro. A million times. Yeah. I, I that's exactly what I get from Finn, and I, I just don't see them. I, I can see this be the rest of his contract. Really, I just don't. I don't see him doing anything else. So Ed, Edge uh, comes out and introduces uh, Damian Priest. Uh, AJ comes out, and uh, during the two talking, he attacks both of them, but the heels get the. Chris, this is this is this is what I wanted to talk about. Because this is a perfect example mm-hmm. with how just archaic, behind the times, stuck in the 70s, whatever you want to call it, the WWE is. Bro, you got a huge star, Edge, in the ring. Yep. But Edge's promo is so heel 70s wrestling with mm-hmm. um, you know, l- look at all these sheep. Yeah. Okay, bro. It, it, it so now they're they're there's no heat. They're laughing <laughs> with it because now they're <laughs> chanting, "We are sheep." Yeah. We are, 
so bro they're literal they're literally making fun of you for yeah. what you're saying bro then it then it gets worse where he calls them losers mm-hmm. and what do they start chanting we we're mm. not losers where yeah. they're making fun of this pro how yeah. does this not wake them up to make them understand bro this is so stupid and so elementary and the crowd literally on your own show they're making fun of you bro <laughs> because this is so stupid yeah. You've got to write, bro, some type of intellectual, you know, dialogue. I mean, something, bro. When you start talking about sheep and losers and you've got your own crowd making fun of you, mm-hmm. that, that's embarrassing to me, bro. Because it's because it's classic cheap heat. Yes that just doesn't have that big of an impact anymore, especially it it feels contrived if you're trying to get heat by just automatically getting cheap heat. Your character has to be established enough for that. Like MJF gets cheap heat all the time. Bonkwinkle got cheap heat. But his character was so cavalier and I'm better than you. And like, it, it just, he was, he just, he was arrogant. You know what I mean? He they, they loved to hate Bachwinkle. They love to hate MJF. And so the cheap heat is just, I mean, it's just basically adds to a character that you already hate. Just grabbing cheap heat, it just feels fake. I mean, it just, it just feels and, and then, bro, at some point, keep in mind, guys, this is Edge. This is not Ezekiel. This is Edge. Bro, right. at some point, they were cheering. We don't care. Yeah, for I, when, I mean, when Damian was cutting. Yeah, yeah. we don't care. Like, well, yeah. hello? Do you not hear them? Are you not listening to them, bro? They're telling you we they're not doing it because he's a heel. They're literally telling you we don't care. We don't care. Like, what else do you want, bro? Yeah. And I mean, talk about focus groups. The Raw after WrestleMania crowd is. I mean, that's that's what you use to gauge the no, year. <laughs> that's for sure. Chris, that is a great point. Absolutely it is, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, Street Profits uh, defeat the Alpha Academy. Uh, good spot. But I, I mean, I like Street Profits. I, I'm glad the fact that they uh, aren't doing this weird, like, we're going to turn heel. It seems like they were, like, straight baby faces this week, and Montez got his spot in, so. I'm cool. What do you think? Uh, yeah, no, I, I just feel like I've seen the match a million times. Like oh, yeah, I just, match, yeah. I just feel like I, 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 I've seen that match just so many yeah. times. Bro, yeah, you know. Yeah, the 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 spot on the table is pretty cool for Montez, though. It was it was pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, so Roman Reigns cuts a promo at the well, end. Before, before we get to that, mm-hmm. did you did you miss the new feature? <laughs> like th- this is what cracks me up. There's an, there was a new feature before Roman Reigns, bro, where they actually, and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is smart. This is good. Mm-hmm. They actually promoted what's next week. Okay, mm-hmm. bro? And they promoted Veer Mahan and the, the, the rematch with the girls. 
And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, why why am I tuning in next week based on what you just like? Can you not give me one huge thing for next week or, you know, a face-to-face between Reigns and Cody Rhodes, like something. But what they promoted for next week, bro, was like, who cares, bro? Again, Raw Raw after WrestleMania, from an audience standpoint, you're – some casuals are coming back because it's WrestleMania and they, they know about WrestleMania. So they know about Raw. They're going to watch Raw. And after watching Raw, they're going to go away. I mean, it happens every year, Vince. Uh, They have the highest numbers of the Raw after WrestleMania. Chris and I will play, you know, I'm a lot older than you guys. We'll play, we'll we'll be the amazing Kreskin right now. They're going to do a huge (laughs) number tomorrow. They're going to do, even against the, the NCAA finals, they're going to do a better than average number. Wait till next week. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be right. They do this every single every year. year. That is telling you, bro. They've got an audience, and they can't keep that audience. And Correct. Chris, like we said at the beginning, all you had to do was bring Cody out at the end, and you yeah. would have increased your chances at least fifty percent. Of people tuning in next week to see what's going to happen with this. Yeah, but then we, but instead we get another Reigns fly. I mean, we get another Reigns promo that's basically saying the same thing. Same thing. Heyman saying the same thing, giving us all the things. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, Chris, I can't believe they end. I I kept sitting here saying, "No way, no way, you're going to end the show on there." I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah, I was, I was like. Wait a minute. I was looking at the, the clock. I was like, yeah, it's like it's 11 o'clock. So they're wrapping it up. And then when the credits came, I said, this is this is the Raw after WrestleMania. This is how you close the biggest Raw of the year right here. Like the two biggest Raws of the year are the go home before WrestleMania and the Raw after WrestleMania. The go home was bad. I mean, it wasn't even good. It didn't give people hyped. And the Raw after WrestleMania is a reset, and it gets people excited about the, the next year going into next WrestleMania. It's a it's a good launch to to retain at least a little bit of fans for the for the next year, but they're going to drop again like they do every and year. And Chris, on the other side of that coin, I can tell you from experience, bro, we used to love writing this show. This mm. we love because this was brand new. Now, well, you know, we used to really love writing this show, but man, wow. I just—it just feels like another show, Vince. I mean, it feels like I could have plugged this show in at the early June edition of. You know, Raw. It, it just doesn't feel like the Raw reference. So, bro, let me let me ask you a question. Is um so is Brock supposed to go away now for a little while? Yeah, he's gonna go away for a second. I mean, he you know he had a longer run, but he's you know he's typically I'll come in for a pocket of time and leave. So so, so so basically now more or less Cody more or less replaces Brock. Yeah, more or less, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he's the he's the new baby face. Um. 
and I, and I've said this before. I just I I would have been more excited if there were more uh, bigger names in the Andre Battle Royal because it doesn't even mean anything anymore. It just it's just a trophy. I mean, Madcap Moss won the won the Andre Battle Royal. I think it should have been bigger names. I think. Uh, you, you have that surprise entrant element, just like the Royal Rumble. You could have done an Andre Battle Royal at WrestleMania. Cody comes in, wins it, and the winner gets uh, an opportunity to face the champion, you know, Raw or SmackDown. And I think that's you, you start the, the first SmackDown of the year already prom- promoted based on uh, based on Cody winning the Andre Battle Royal, Cody versus Reigns. I mean, I, I would have been much more interested. In that. Were there any surprises at all in that match, or no? At, at the Andre? Yeah. No, it was on SmackDown. It was like oh, it was on, yeah. Wow. It was like C level talent, you know, for the most part. And Finn was in there, and Finn was in there. Gender Priest, um, yeah, Mad Cat Moss ended up winning the whole thing. I think the Viking Raiders were in there. Just Shelton Benjamin, I think he was in there. Cedric Alexander. It was just like. Sea level talent of of what they're not not their particular talent, but how the how WWE is booking them. Sea level talent that was in there for the most part. It, it just didn't have anything. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know who's not a sea level talent? The former WCW World Heavyweight Champion is by no by no means a sea level talent. Let them know about channel out channel yeah. attitude, brother. Guys, uh, probably tomorrow um, we, we're doing some last-minute stuff, but the brand-new site, brand-new site for mm. channelattitude.com should be up tomorrow, and I think it's going to blow your socks off, bro. There's going to be previews for all the shows that we do. Um, we've been building this site for eight months, bro. Literally, we started wow. in August, and um, tomorrow – if everything goes according to plan, we should be live. So, guys, please check it out. Channelattitude.com. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, follow me at Chris Prolific and uh, uh, subscribe to the Pancakes and Power Slam show. I want to thank Vince, man. Uh, fun 10 years last week. I had a, such a fun time, man. Uh, it was really cool, man. Uh, Mac up to you know. Bro, did you go back and watch cool. that video? Did you go back and watch the video with the, with his mom? Oh no! I, you know what? Oh, I'm you gonna gotta do go that watch. So we go you gotta, go, yeah. you gotta go Thank go you for watch. reminding me. Thank you for it's reminding tremendous. me. It is absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do it. And so that was fun uh, bringing was him fun. on. He he messaged me afterwards, man. It was it was pretty cool. And then you and Magum uh, today. I, I mean uh, Magum TA together for a while. Yeah, and then yeah. and then you and then uh, my wife uh did a did a run in oh uh, nice so yeah and she nice. she handed me a, a cake that had the uh, oh very logo. nice very it nice. Was really nice yeah i, I would tell you chris there. that you got a uh god bless you you got a very attractive wife but i'm afraid you'd beat me up so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna yeah don't don't do, that. don't do that don't do that don't do that i will <laughs> <laughs> you have a very attract. Oh, hold on. Uh, let me, yeah. let me <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris, and you have been uh, uh, exciting and enjoying another episode of Legion of Raw. We're going to get out of here. 
but you know, hey, enjoy wrestling as much as you can. Yeah. And I am yeah. super. I'm super happy. You know why? Because North Carolina lost. There you go. So that was that was better than Raw. So so long, everybody. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs>